All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Show live now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace and Mark Mathot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wally Mathot Show live. I'm Brent Wallace. He's Mark Mathot. This is brought to you by SportsInteraction.com. Go to SportsInteraction.com/slash/WallyMathot and get in on the most competitive odds. They are Canada's online casino and sportsbook. SportsInteraction.com/slash/Wally and Mathot. Meth, how are you, sir? I'm okay. I'm. Uh, I look casual oh. right now because I've been doing. Um, we've been putting away Christmas decorations. So, uh, my <laughs> wife loves Christmas. So there's a lot of decorations. So I've been doing this for hours now. We even had to rent a dumpster that's sitting in my driveway as we speak with all the extras. How many decorations are you throwing out? Uh, well, no, 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 no. We're not throwing out uh, decorations. Sorry, we're putting away decorations, but we're also doing a little bit of if you spring cleaning if you will so there's wow lots happening in this whole there... and and wally furthermore yeah. i'm pretty sure i tore something in my shoulder so i've been going back and forth with some doctors this morning uh that was from a chest workout the other day and i'm i can't even lift my left arm uh and i did the outdoor rink thing yesterday which i think made it worse with yeah. the kids so here we are i, I was gonna get to the out there okay are there any pillows in the dumpster is my first question <laughs> don't give me <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> All right. Um, and so how was the outdoor rink, by the way? Can it was great. Today? You know what? I, I, I'm not just saying this. I felt surprisingly really good. I mean, I, we were out there, I'm not kidding, for about two hours. And there were some kids that were taking breaks 
I didn't take any breaks. I just kept going. <laughs> and, and um, did you dangle? Yeah, I, I, I won't know. Well, you can't. It's hard. First of all, I, I could never dangle to begin with. But on an outdoor rink, <laughs> you know, where I haven't handled a puck in almost two years, um, it wasn't that pretty. But the skating was very good. Like defensively, I was stiff arming these kids. No one was getting around me. I had a really good active stick. Um, but I had these yeah. leather gloves on. And looking back, I should have just worn my hockey gloves. But it, in any case, I'm shocked. I, I feel good today. Like, my knee is good. So I don't know what that tells me. Do you know what your uh, Corsi would have been? <laughs> well, we were out. We were outnumbered initially, I think. So it felt like I was playing against the Detroit <laughs> Red Wings back in, like, 09. Like, the guys are just slapping the puck around. But uh, no, no, no. Uh, it was it was a great time. The kids had a blast, so uh, it was good. Good stuff. Uh, by the way, the chat is open. We welcome you all on our YouTube channel just to pop in, throw some questions in. If you've got any questions for our guest that's coming up here in a sec, Bobby Ryan, feel free to do that. Um, by the way, we should just actually get to Bobby Ryan. Now let's hook up yeah. uh, the Methernet and see if we can bring in Bobby. <laughs> Connecting to the Methernet. Ethernet now connected. <laughs> Is it working? Hey, it works. Bobby, how are you? What's I'm good, guys. Hey, it's amazing what $39.99 at Best Buy will do, eh, Matt? You're in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It nearly, nearly broke the bank. Uh, happy New Year. <laughs> Happy, well, yeah, happy new year to you guys too. I was, uh, I introduced, I, I enjoyed the internet or the, uh, the intro there with Meth talking about putting Christmas decorations away because I got, I got out of all of it and I only had to fly to Switzerland to do it, but I missed it all. <laughs> Veteran move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So next year I'm thinking Germany. Let's... I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over this for a sec. First of all, you were supposed to move. Did you actually help with the move, uh, to your new house? Or, or did you bolt on yeah. that as well? Uh, I I got us into the house and then I bolted pretty quickly and uh, we still had a, we because when I when I left we were all on air mattresses and and you know uh, the kids were on a, one in their own rooms right now and then yeah my wife and I were on two separate ones because we messed up on the ordering so we were like pushing mattresses together but I came home and like the house is done it looks incredible so my oh. wife's been busy. That's great. But you guys, you know, you know, the nightmare it is though, when you're just like, we, we got all of our outdoor furniture delivered and none of our indoor stuff when I, before I had left, it was a nightmare, <laughs> but yeah, okay. we're here. So we're here and we're when in. Did, when did the, uh, call for the Spangler cup come about? Did you, were you actively pursuing this for a while? I, I no, I, I don't think so. It was, it was quick. I had gotten a call if I was interested early in December and then didn't hear anything at all. Um, and my agent was like, why don't you get back on the ice? And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, which I, I, I didn't do as much as I should have um, because I honestly thought he forgot. And then the, the, the call came in and he's like, yeah, they want you, they cut, they want you over there in 48 hours. And he's like, you've been working out and skating. And I was like, oh, a ton. Um, so <laughs> with, you know, it was nuts. I did a zoom with the guys and then within 48 minutes I was, or 48 hours, excuse me, I was, uh, on a plane and, um, panicking that I hadn't skated enough, but, uh, I guess it, it didn't matter anyway, really in the grand scheme of things. 
So was Danielle okay with you skipping out on Christmas? Like how was, was that a tough decision to make for all of you? Yeah, yeah, it was, I think, uh, the conversation was like that, like, you're going to miss Christmas. And I was like, well, it, but I promise it'll be the last time. This is the last time I want to try something like this. And I, Matt, we watch that tournament all the time. I love that tournament, man. Um, I made it as far as the building doors in Davos and I uh, got to see the <laughs> barn from the outside. <laughs> but, uh, and I was in Davos by myself for like 24 hours. I woke up and the, yeah, the tournament was canceled and that was it. So this video we're seeing is from Lugano, which was an incredible spot as well. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it, it wasn't a hard decision. I, I, Danielle, I just said, listen, this is something I need to do. I need to see this, see this through one more tournament. And if it's the last tournament I play, then I'm, I can be content, but I got to try to play it. And uh, I tried, <laughs> but that's about it. That's as far so, as I got. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, uh, no, nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I, I, no, I wanted to, like, so you land in Switzerland and are you told right away that you're the team you're supposed to play on, uh, which included Peter Regan, former Ottawa Senator, it was tested positive, I think at 10 cases. Yeah, I, I actually think it was more. Um, I couldn't even get for the first four days. Like I was there for two and couldn't leave my room other than, you know, I went to the gym and whatever at the hotel, but that was it. Cause it was like, why even drive to Ambry? Um, and driving to Ambry from where I was staying meth would be like driving from Rockcliffe to the rink and back, um, uh, one way, like that's how far it was. So I was like, I'm not driving out there. Hike. Like it may, right. Yeah. So, and it was, and it's a different kind of hike. You're going through Swiss mountains and villages and tunnels. It was a cool drive, but, um, yeah. eventually they were like, well, now we're out of the tournament. But I, so I landed, couldn't get on the Wi-Fi in the airport, was struggling with that. Um, finally made connection. And I said, Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm really late. We were already delayed. Uh, I'm in this customs line, which was an hour and 35 minutes, give or take to get through customs yeah. standing, just yep. moving, it's you know, worst. moving three feet, stop. Oh, it was awful. It was, it's like that everywhere now. And then, yeah. yeah. And then I, so I got through and, uh, got a text that said, doesn't matter. We're all in quarantine. And I was like, well, pardon. Um, that was my, <laughs> oh. you know, welcome, welcome to Switzerland or I was in Italy and then I had to drive up and he's like, we'll let you know in a couple of days. But I was like, well, I'm just going to go home and I'm already here at the airport. I could just turn around and just let me book my own flight. And, um, I didn't, I ended up staying to, to find out, you know, a week later, I could have played on another team and then that got canceled. It was just a, it was a really weird week. It was so Bob, a very interesting week. Would you, so when you were there in the hotels, were you doing any activity? Like, were you allowed to go ride the bike or work out in the hotel gyms? Like what were, what were you doing this whole time? The first, the first two days I went to the gym in the hotel and it was actually a really good gym. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't complain. I had everything I needed. Um, nice. a really good pool and hot pool and hot tub setup was awesome. So I just enjoyed <laughs> that. It was all indoor. Uh, like they had a nice water fountain. I just sat there with my head under the fountain. I was like, I could get used to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, it, yeah, after, yeah, after that, I did, I did drive to Ambry and skate it for two days in Ambry, um, until I met my new team and then went out and, uh, <laughs> you know, went to go meet them so in Davos and then got told I wasn't playing. So were you having all your meals in the room and all that stuff too? Like, like by yourself? Like, so you were basically isolated this whole time on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I went yeah. to, in Lugano, That's I was tough. there for four days and I, my, my bill was $700 for room service. 
something like that. It was nuts because I, I ate every meal, every meal. And then even when I didn't, yeah. you know, I would venture down they had this little, it was like a lobby bar slash restaurant all in one. Uh, they told me breakfast was included and it wasn't, it was, it was like, you know, a hotel breakfast is 50 bucks a pop for a buffet. Mm. I ate that. Yep. I ate that every day. I had no clue. So <laughs> it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a mess, but uh, you know, honestly, I, I went to, you know, who I went to go see play. I went to see my Bodker play, Mikel Bodker. Uh, nice. in Nagano yeah. one night I asked yeah I asked the GM I said like can you just throw me a ticket and I'll go so I watched two periods and wanted to see the hockey over there and um it was it, honestly still a pretty cool experience really I, when was I ever gonna go you know yeah I know I just feel bad for you like I I had a chance to play in that right after I retired too um they were calling Canada was calling me for for, for going over but my knee just wouldn't like yeah. like you I was skating by myself I was trying to get ready and it just couldn't work for me but but like you mentioned earlier bob it's such a cool tournament you know like it, the setup's really neat it's always in a beautiful area like you can't go wrong and that's uh, anyway i feel for you man because going over there you're committed to doing it and i think a lot of people here were excited to see you too like you create i don't know if you realize it but you were creating a lot of buzz over here in ottawa because all these videos of you practicing were surfacing right of doing a job one guy yeah. actually posted something look because you were you look winded after you're doing those little backhand like shelf passes after practice. So, and you guys like, yeah, oh yeah. boy, he's already winded from doing that. I'm like, it's after practice and Bob's probably already exhausted and he's just taking extra shots. I had to come in and like say that because it's like, I don't yeah. think people I understood actually, what I they were it. watching. Yeah. Well, the best part was like when he commented back, he's like, the ice looks clean. And I was like, yeah, because it's, it's an international size ice. I skated at one end and I worked up the other. You know, like you just, but you can't, you can't win with that conversation. No. I'm like, no, I almost no. wanted to, I wanted to post the program that they left me for that day and be like, give it a, give it a try, pal. Give it yeah. A try. try it out. Try it out. Have at <laughs> yeah. it. See how you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, anyway. and, and it's an altitude. It's a, it was the same height as Denver there. So really uh, you know, that oh. adds into it. So you get, is that oh, in, you get 15. Is that in Logano or in Davos? That's in uh, right halfway between them in Ambry. Yeah. Oh, in yeah, Ambry. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The Sorry. Whole, okay. Yeah. yeah. The um, the whole country is elevated. You know, I've never seen, like you guys, I live in Idaho where we have mountains left, right, and, you know, south and north. And I had never seen anything like this. It was incredible, the mountain. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Awesome. You know, so you could feel the, it. The so whole, your lungs, whole... you could you could probably taste blood oh, in yeah. there, right? Like, <laughs> like in Colorado for those pregame yeah. skates. Oh. It's the worst nothing worse you're just yeah, yeah praying for you know short shifts early and you're like <laughs> you get stuck out there you take a minus and you got to come off and get oxygen and oh nothing, yeah <laughs> nothing worse yeah so brutal, when you brutal. when you got back home did danielle have a gift for you or anything were there any presents for bobby well we did the uh yeah but i so i had already seen them all and danielle didn't realize that the entire time she was buying presents that I got logged out of my uh, my Amazon account and I saw everything she bought. Um, oh, no. So I I had to tell her and because I, I felt bad, right? But uh, yeah. we did all of our gift exchange and it, we did the gift exchange. It was awesome. I still got to Skype with the kids that by the time I got to Zurich, I was perfect timing nice. for them to wake up. So it was good. Yeah, I got to watch the whole thing in, uh, on the Methernet. <laughs> right on. <laughs> This seems like a good time to ask how your daughter's finger is doing. Mm. <laughs> a little pain, yeah. She's good. 
What a great clip though, wasn't it? <laughs> I had it was it was amazing that I had just happened to be recording at that exact moment and she just flips up the bird. <laughs> it runs it runs in the family, Bob, eh, with the finger injuries. Can't get away from it. It's a curse. Yeah. yeah. The poor kid. Poor kid. <laughs> just pass, pass that one right now. She'll she'll be older and just walk it around like this, like fingers just, all crippled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, tough. That's man. Good. good to hear she's doing yeah, well. She's good. Yeah. She's, I came home the place was just shrapnel everywhere. Cause I'm the garbage bag dad on Christmas morning. I don't know about you, but Aren't I'm like, oh, do you like that? But yeah. Yeah. Throw it in. <laughs> get it out of my house, right? Give me the paper <laughs> before, before the exactly. gifts were even, before the kids even attacked our tree. I like, you know, when you like snap the bag open, when you pull it out of like the little package, like I was ready to rock with two garbage bags before the even, like even the oh, first yeah. gift was open. It just, it gives me yeah. anxiety. Like all the stuff on the floor oh, everywhere. I can't. We're the same way. We, we, yeah, like we, we've always had a lot in common, but that is, that's a big one for me. I, I can't stand yeah. rap. I'm like, don't even wrap them. Like, yeah, just, just, pull just them out of the, put them in a box. Just, yeah, yeah. We got drawers everywhere. <laughs> tell the, tell the kids it's a Christmas present Easter egg hunt. I don't care. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a cool. great idea. I never even thought of that. Um, do you still, yeah. by the way, keep in touch with vodka? <laughs> You know, I hadn't a ton. I uh, didn't even know he was playing in Lugano. Um, Matt, did you you never cross paths with Boz, did you? No, never. No. Oh, yeah. So really he's a guy you're going to see at the rink and you're never going to see again. He's awesome. But he's, you know, and he's really personable, but he just kind of goes off and does his own thing. So uh, I sent him a message and he's like, I'm here. Um, but I, I didn't want to get around him. I was going to ask him to lunch and dinner, but they were expecting a baby any day. So I don't, they probably even, mm. you know, um, had it over the holidays here and i was like you know what i've been traveling um just in case uh i have covid or i i caught it flying or you know in the cattle herd that is customs um caught it or just exposed myself it's not worth it so i got to go see him uh, play he actually looked really good he had a really good game and fun to watch him uh how's the jet lag do you want to explain because you just get over jet lag and then all of a sudden you're back on a plane back to the u.s yeah, I, I had two of the best sleeps uh, of my career the last two days and um, yeah, and then turned around and did it again. So uh, it hasn't last night was day was what night four, I guess. And I think I'm I think I'm past it here. But the first few nights I was putting the kids down with my wife at eight and I went straight to bed. Didn't say a word, just in the bed and out cold. And then um, sometime between three thirty and four, I mean, yeah. wide awake again. So yeah you're yeah. sitting on the couch having tea just like this sucks there's nothing worse <laughs> but it's uh it's so yeah, hard it, it is it is it's so brutal but it is what it is you just kind of try and you know i tried to like force myself to stay awake and i, I couldn't do it not even a little bit mm. so if there's uh interest in team usa for the spangler would you do the olympics so you realize i wasn't playing for team usa right yeah, yeah, no, as I said it, I just, but, but I had okay. Team USA in my head from World Juniors, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no yes, worries. Uh, would you, would no, you do the Olympics? Still, yeah, it's still an option. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, I don't know. I, I think there's been some initial discussions about it. Um, not, not any with me indirectly, but, uh, or excuse me, directly, but, uh, I've heard a few things from people that I know and, and aging a little bit that, the, that, that there's interest in having me there. Um, 
again, but I uh, like I I would have to ask the same questions everybody else is asking, right? Like, am I going to be yeah. get, if I pop for COVID over there? Am I going to be there for three to five weeks? Am I going to yeah? Uh, am I going to miss you know fly all the way over there for missing a tournament that's going to get canceled? Like, th- there's just so many moving parts that I don't know. Um, I'd have to really like sit down and ask Danielle and my family if it was okay to go away for another possibly three to ten weeks if well, you I pop, mean, right? Like, is a is a yeah. gold medal worth being stuck? in a hotel room for five weeks like legitimate question i'm not trying to be funny here like would you trade those two things like you know what i mean Oof. yeah Good question well so i as we know i have silver and that sucks uh, yep. so yeah maybe maybe <laughs> it might be that's why i asked um, yeah thanks man uh but i i don't know matt i don't know ask me yeah. again if it's when it, when when it's a real option in a couple of weeks and then i'll know but like yeah. uh you know that being said i i switched my focus today to to training for it i'm if i do go i'm not going to not be ready so uh i just met you know how i like my food i just got off the phone with a dietitian uh nutritionalist i was like i'm i need you to dial me in for five hard weeks here uh i, I don't need a cheat <laughs> meal i don't need anything just just let me you know help me i love you too baby just let me prepare for this correctly <laughs> and that's that's what i'm gonna do that's what i'm gonna yeah. do so yeah see, yeah. see like well for try. me yeah 100 percent, man you're doing the right thing and it keeps you motivated and it keeps you occupied doing something you love right but i think for me yeah you know if you do head over there it's like at what point well first of all do we even know what's going on now that the nhl is completely out of it do we even know what the next step is is it just going to be a group of like ragtag players like retired slash it'll be like so minor hockey league yeah. it'll be like yeah. so yeah yeah okay yeah yeah that's it's gonna be the ragtags like me thanks thanks yeah Matt. well that's, <laughs> that's well i mean yeah. ragtag. You, you, you fall you fall <laughs> into that category now bob that's just the reality it's fair <laughs> it's fair it's fair so wow um yeah, I, you know what? I did get to harsh. play three. On, I got to play three on three in Switzerland, Matt, and I was dominant. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like it. three on three, and these guys, the guys were like, we haven't skated in 10 days because I guess they had a couple days off before they all tested positive. And I was like, well, I've skated 10 times in two months. So, like, we're even, okay? And uh, I just po- – I love big ice, even if it's three on three. I just posted up, and I was like, what? sticks at the rafters hit it <laughs> well and that would be an advantage for you i think like a lot of people like i was thinking about it i'm like like i know I, the big ice it's big ice but you you get around really well and the fact that you're so you're so big and strong and skilled like i feel like you eat people up i know you're not going to comment on that and tell me yeah i would dominate this tournament but i truly believe <laughs> you'd be but i i believe that my only thing is is and this was the question that i wanted to ask you earlier i think it's like when you get over there, even if let's say they 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 are a little more flexible with the quarantining period, and it makes it more enticing for you to go over, are you still not robbed of the event itself? Like, because I have I've never experienced it. You've been there, so you know what it's like. Are you not yeah. robbed of like the culture and being able to meet other athletes and do all those things too? Like, is because I'm assuming yeah, you'll all yeah. be isolated. You'll yeah, it's certainly not going to be like Vancouver or any other Olympics, I guess, except for what they where, where were the last ones in the summer ones they were in were they in china tokyo man uh yeah and uh plus in this one if you're critical I, yeah. like do they ship you off in a train somewhere to like a camp like what do you do <laughs> that's yeah yeah well like we don't know right like you're, there are a lot you're, you're asking don't us, say anything china. 
I can say what I want because I plan on traveling there. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, like you're asking all the questions I'm going to ask that aren't on air. So like Uh, if you're over there, Bobby, and you decide to say like, you know what, like, like these rooms are disgusting or you tweet something negative. Are they knocking on your door at 4am and taking you away? That's something else to think about. (laughs) Valid. It's a, it's a valid question. Um, But I'll go back to the original question was, yes, I think you'll, you'll be severely robbed. Like, severely robbed of the normal Olympic experience. But, uh, but I don't know, you know, as the way I'm looking at it right now is I'm not playing hockey. I kind of want to play hockey and uh, yeah, I might get that chance. And even if it's seven more games, it's seven more games, right? That's, and if there's seven good games and you can hang your hat on that, then you can hang your hat on that and be content, you know? hundred yeah. percent. I don't want Did my last, see... it's like my last hockey game ever is in Buffalo on a Tuesday or a Saturday <laughs> afternoon at noon right now. Like, and it was my, I told you guys, I played five games in seven days at Detroit's camp. And, um, I remember, I remember being on the bench in the third and I was like, just, I just can't wait for this to be over whether I played again or not after that, because I was like, that, nobody plays five games in seven days, let alone a 34 year old guy. <laughs> so no, I was like, it's... uh, I, yeah, I think Lucas Raymond actually played four and six. And I was like, talk to me later, you know, yeah. <laughs> if we were playing He's back to back and you had to play again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah. to me about it, oh. you know down the stretch but it is what yep. it is so uh yeah i'll ask I'll, I'll be able to answer all those questions i think for you guys next time i'm on and hopefully a couple of weeks and we can really know what i'm doing yeah um so we'll see did did you go to the spangler with hopes of like chris kelly did the same thing of getting back to the national hockey league was that the goal the ultimate goal no no i uh I don't want to say I've given up that part of it, but that wasn't my goal. My yeah. goal was to play in the Spangler because I was like, this is a, again, I reiterate, it's just such a cool event. Like the, and it wouldn't have been the same. The fans wouldn't have been as crazy. Um, like they always are on TV when you see them. But like, I, yeah. I drove to Davos and got there into the city and it's this, it, the village is insane. This entire, you know, this little village town where they it's told tiny. me about it. They were like, you're going to get there. It's really small. They're like, you're going to get there. Yeah. It's going to be this sleepy little ski town. And then the tournament was supposed to start the next day. I woke up on Christmas morning and there was a hundred thousand people walking around this place. I could not believe the transformation <laughs> it made in the 24 hours I was there. So like, I just wanted to feel that event and be part of it. And, yeah. uh, you know, it sucks. It didn't happen. So I got, I walked down for breakfast in the morning. I was all pumped up. I was like, this is going to be a day, you know, uh, Corey Conacher was, I was talking to him. He was coming into town. He was on his way up uh, a couple other guys. And I got down to the breakfast buffet and the lady says, Oh, and her, her English was not good. Um, but she says, you canceled. And I said, I didn't have a reservation. I'm just here for the buffet. And she says, no, burn canceled. And I said, no, no, no. Ambry canceled. I play for burn now. And I was, I, something didn't sit right. I sat down math and I was, uh, well, I, I was like, this is, you know, something doesn't sit right. It just, it feels off. So I checked my phone because I wasn't getting the alerts. And sure enough, it just says Spengler canceled. DeVos had like 17 uh, tests positive and it just, it was brutal. So, um, yeah. Did so you, you went right for the pastries. With, uh, Pardon? Hard, hard pastries. Like, they <laughs> do, knew it. Dude, dude, they do breakfast. So the, I had, a, you know what I had for breakfast? Because I, I, I had wanted it the whole time I was there and I was staying away from it. I had salami and cheese on a pretzel bun with yep. like four glasses of the multivitamin juice that's got 900 calories in it. I was like, who, yep. I, who cares? It's so uh, much different over and, there. I know. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and everything's just it it runs a little slower so i told danielle i got back to my room i said i'm coming home uh but it was the middle of the night here so she wasn't ready uh to talk and I didn't even wait. I got in the car. I downloaded the United app and booked a flight for the next day, booked a COVID test for that day. Cause I was like, you know, DeVos was apparently the biggest hotspot in the country. And I had been there walking around. Um, I, I just was like, I got to get out and get out now because if it sits in you and you test positive five days later, now I'm really stuck here. So uh, I hurried up to Zurich and came home. Good for you. But that was a, yeah, it was a, that was a tough way to find out though. You know? It's like the, yeah. the the waitress at the fresh restaurants, like, uh uh-huh, you you're not playing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. But... Uh, oh well. So, oh, well. Uh, well, Mark you know Mark Masters. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, was, I just, uh, just I meant be, to say I Corey just, Conacher. I wanted to get this one question out of the way because it's driving me nuts, and you'd think I'd already know the answer to this. Bob, you are you guys moved to Nashville, right? Yeah. So what, yeah, that's where we are what now. prompt, what, pro, what prompted the move? Cause you guys had a beautiful spot out there in Idaho. I'm trying to figure out why we, you would move to Nashville. I, well, we still have the spot in Idaho. Um, oh, okay. and that'll be summer. Yeah. That's always going to be summer. Um, okay. I would never leave Idaho. I would stay there for the rest of my life, but my wife's just done with winter. And, yeah. um, you know, we've talked about where I was at Gaza ranch there in the golf course community the yeah. same company is doing the same company is doing one here uh that we're building a house in now so and there's a hockey community the guys that are down there it's a bunch of excuse me it's a bunch of preds players are building um matthew shane's building uh george peros is there who i've stayed close with my you know my whole yep. career because we were roommate, roommates in anaheim so we had some friends built in we my wife has no ties anywhere i have no ties anywhere um again no taxes and it's the south i always like the south i just like the way of life that people live here um yeah. you know they're real heavy on the barbecue i'm real heavy on the barbecue uh, <laughs> yeah, big fan big fan of the the pimento cheese and no taxes <laughs> it's a it's it's a funny thing and i hear i hear this all the time i find down there in a lot of the southern states people are just a little friendlier i find like like my my experience is going down there People would go out of their way. Like I'd be at the grocery store with like our newborn. My son's four now, but at the time he was a newborn and like random ladies would come up and want to see our kid and like talk to us. And it was like, it was a completely different experience from living here. Not Canadians are awesome, obviously, but, but there is, there's a Southern hospitality. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just different. Everybody like we, I don't know what it's like in neighborhood like when we moved into places in ottawa never nobody ever knocked on the like we, we had a welcoming wagon here of other people just living in the neighborhood saying like we're not gonna yeah. bother you but you need anything and like would leave phone numbers and dishes and whatever it was just yeah. a different experience and i was like this is and there's still you know and i you and i talk about some of our views every now and again but there's still pockets left where you can have kids and raise them a little more traditionally if you want to um yeah and and you know, you don't have to worry about them at our, our little park or walking down. Like uh, we had a six-year-old knock, come and knock on our door. And she yeah. said, I'm, can I come play? And like, Danielle's <laughs> like, should we walk her home? Like, should we, like, because we, yeah. we were leaving, but Danielle's like, should we walk her home? She's like, no, no, no. We do this every day. It was just different. Yeah. You know, it's, it, yeah, it's, there's, just, it's where you want to be with kids. There's a stronger sense of community. I think it, it, it just, it is the yeah. way it is, but, but I, I miss that. Yeah. 
for sure. Like when we went down there, it just people just seemed just a little more relaxed, a little happier. I don't know if it's the weather or what it is, but it was there's was a significant change. Anyway, I was curious about that. That's why I asked. Yeah. Well, if you're I, never cold, I you're show up at Matt's house. That's, that yeah, it's true. Right? That's, the weather, true. the weather, I, yeah. that's got to, I feel like that's like proven. If you're living in a warmer climate, you tend to probably be in a better mood when you wake up as opposed to being up here in February where yeah, it gets yeah. dark at four and it's minus 15 Celsius outside. So that might, that might be part of it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You can go out at night. I show up at Matt's house and he won't answer the phone. He won't answer the door. <laughs> I, I believe I that. Can, I, I can't would. imagine why. <laughs> and Bobby can relate to me there. He he gets it. Hundred percent. I would hundred percent. I I walk by like our our kids have uh they got a teeter totter or like a little tiny one for in the house uh and it's in the dining room because we don't have dining room furniture so they're playing in there yeah. and then they leave the lights on and I'm like people are gonna think we're home if you leave the lights on turn those <laughs> off right <laughs> like knock it off people are gonna like, I think. Let them get sugar like, from people two doors down. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby and I are very, we're very outgoing. Like, like in a social setting, when we're around people, we're very comfortable at carrying conversations and being approachable. Like we enjoy that. But I think I can speak for Bobby when I say that when we're home in our own space, we don't want to be bothered. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to be an introvert and just hide in my house. Is that a fair assessment, Bob? That's completely accurate. Do you remember when we did, uh, when, when like Dion, who is one of the most outgoing guys ever, uh, yeah. we did that team building exercise with Guy Boucher and Ugh. it was all about like st standing on planks in the park and like tugging the next guy oh, with dude. you. And I was like, listen, I, My I'm nightmare. all for team building. Yeah. And I was like, why don't we all just go sit on a bar stool? I'm, I was good at that. Yes. Back then. But, Man. <laughs> but, and know. that was, that was like when I got to Columbus, my first year in Columbus, like the first year I made it, Hitch was the coach. And Hitch, Hitch is all into like, you know, civil war and he likes like military guys. And he, he always has the seals come in and talk. And we would do for our team building out of training camp, we had to go to this camp and carry these like huge hundred pound shells and sh carry the weight and do the similar stuff like those activities oh. that we did with Guy Boucher. But the year prior, the team went to Fort Lauderdale for like four days and just chilled. And I'm like, that's <laughs> what I want to do. You know, I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. and I just, I don't get it anyway. But but yeah. I'll never, I'll never forget when they like separate, she like was like, this is team building, but we're going to set you into groups by your personality. And like, we had to oh answer the questions and Meth and I were the only guys in a group. And you know, you had like the most outgoing guys over here. And then there, there was Zach Smith who was in a group by himself because he's like, I like everybody and everybody likes me. And yeah. Meth and I were like, we like, we like a few guys. We're pretty tolerable, we think, but um, you know, <laughs> If, if your house is getting robbed, we'll call the police, but we're probably not coming over uh, yeah. for dinner. <laughs> like, yeah, so, like, you might have a flat uh, tire. I might have to pull a U-turn before I get to you because I just can't cope with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'll never forget how that story ended. It was like when she's like, well, and she picked me from our group and she picked Dion and uh, she said to Dion and I, what would you do? You know, you go into a big party and everybody's already talking to somebody. And, um, you know, what would your personality say you do? And Dion answered, he's like, oh, I'd go join a group and start talking. And I was like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever walk in that room. I'd be so far <laughs> gone by the time. But like, I was like, I would look in that room 
and and see where the coat jack was to make sure I could run by it with my flap turned up on my or, hoodie. Or you just <laughs> grab your phone, you grab your phone, you put it to your ear and pretend like you're taking a call and you walk yeah, outside. Yeah. Like yeah. I've done that before, oh, by the oh. way. How many times have you done it at team you... events? <laughs> right? <laughs> like that. That's like it was always there was always so many different ones, but like and actually they were yeah. so much better in Ottawa where uh yeah. Ottawa the I, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing. They were just always better that people like always had so much respect for your boundaries, but it wasn't the same everywhere I played. And sometimes they felt like a petting zoo, you know? So I would always just, just, yeah, just <laughs> grab the Nokia, put it to your ear. Well, I feel, on, I feel I like that's more no Ottawa. That's more of an Ottawa thing. Cause it's a pretty conservative government yeah. city. It's kind of sleepy, but if you go to like, you know, Montreal or Toronto, even, I feel like it's a different animal. I, I, I'm guessing, I don't know for sure. I would assume it has to be, but, uh, but, but yeah, those events were so much better in Ottawa than anywhere else I've been. Um, and that would only, that would only be Anaheim in Detroit. We didn't have anything with COVID. So Anaheim, they just always felt different. Um, and they were, they were so much bigger in Anaheim because of the population and, um, and being California. Right. So Ottawa, just everything felt smaller and, and I guess more, more personal, I guess would be the word for it. But yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But okay, yeah. So did Hold you, the do you remember the, yeah. <laughs> do you remember the Tim Stutzley got a hat trick? I don't know if you saw this video, but it was online where all these kids showed up because it was COVID and they threw hats in the back of Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzley's house flooded the backyard. So I'm curious what your reaction would be if that were to be you uh, in Ottawa and you saw your front yard being flooded with hats. Oh, I would have been okay with kids. I can deal with, I'm always, yeah, I always got time to hang with kids. I'll talk to them about hockey all day. They're just easier. Um, yeah. and you know, ki kids are, are way more honest, but they're more personable with their intentions. So when they tell you, you suck because you haven't scored in 10 games, you're like, you know what? I can deal with that. <laughs> but it's, it's when, uh, you know, it's, it's when, when Joe, Blo when Joe Blow tells you while you're pumping gas, you're just like, ah, man, like yeah. it's so, it, you know, it gets cringeworthy at times. Cause you're like, I can't say anything. Like, what do I say? You know, no, nah, right. No, green and bear. It is what it is. Yeah. But, but no, I would have handled that. Then they pull out a hockey card. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Can but, you sign this? My first year, we lived in. Uh, my first year, we were in Westboro, and everybody knew that like Jared from Gong Show, who was you know uh, the owner, is a good buddy of mine, and like was in my wedding. So we would do those videos, and then people would knock on the door and ask me for Gong Show gear and hats, and I'm like, <laughs> you know. Just just because he throws me the odd hat and lid doesn't mean I'm gonna go get a you know a boys medium for you and your friends like it was just yeah, so, but but they were but they at least they were funny about it I didn't mind I never mind with, with kids but yeah That's lights funny. off that was like they, just so they never know you're home. <laughs> uh I want to go back to team building for a second. We're way over time. By the way, uh, Bobby Ryan interview brought to you by BEI Bonisher Excavating Inc. Helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. BonisherExcavating.com. Um, what was Guy Boucher's uh, team building exercises like? And was he the only one that you guys really had? Yeah, I guess he would have been. I don't think we ever did any. I was only there with Paul for a year. And then, well, we had, God, it was just yeah. a rotation for a while there. But um yeah. yeah, Guy was more gung ho about it. He certainly wanted to do stuff, and like the one the one day we went to the park around the corner in Canada, uh, and did all sorts of like, yeah, it was team. Oh, yeah. I guess you call it teamwork. Remember and that, that was one? so painful. That out. was so painful. Uh, oh, it, it was just <laughs> we were at the, it would have been fine. I'll, I'll, 
Yeah, that was at the KRC. Like, yeah. well, no, 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 no. We'll just add to just for some detail for people to get more of a visual. We were at the KRC where that big hill is. There's a big like uh, hill there that, and we were in a field, hey Bob, and there was like three different, three or four different kind of stations, and we had to do these little like the one was like the ropes. There was like two ropes, maybe what like the spacing between the ropes was about two or three feet. And we had to get everybody through those ropes. And the challenge, of course, was the first person and the last person to get over there. And I think we did stuff like that. Am I not? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we did like the two by four walking where you had to like make a pattern to get and everybody, nobody oh, yeah. could touch the ground. You were, I mean, you're only this yeah. far off the ground, but nobody could touch it. And it was like, yeah. I, I don't, when they do these things, they don't prepare, like they do it with military people. They do it with uh, corporate stuff. But then they come to a bunch of professional athletes and we were just flying through these things. Um, and they're like, okay, well, we, you know, the team and the organization paid for two hours. You guys finished at 45 minutes. Now we're going to sit in a circle yeah. and, just, and, and we're going to tell you cool stories. And you're just like, man, you gave me four things to do with my group. My, my group nailed them. And if, yeah. if we're not going to Dairy Queen, I'm going home. It's Bob. Bob is not an, he's not exaggerating with that. Like with, when we're doing these activities, like we bang them out really quickly, like, it, cause there's a little bit of physicality involved. And then we're obviously used to working together already. Most of the guys already know each other. I feel like ideally when you're doing these team building things, you're better off going to like a big dinner and then mixing the crowd up, you know, make sure you're sitting with guys you don't know, have conversations. Yeah. Like those are the things that kind of improve it. But those, those other yeah. ones, like, and I can't be the only guy to think this and neither are you, Bob, there had to have been other guys. No, that I just think, Oh God, here we go again. Yeah. Well, you, you would always get in the car to go to wherever it was with a like-minded car ride. And then, you know, yeah, I, I imagine some of the some of those some of those car rides are just blasting music, singing "Kumbaya." We're gonna go work together, and then some of those car rides are us just going, "God, like we could be doing anything, anything together." Like, let's go to dinner. I could be in Fort Lauderdale. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I would do a dinner where every half hour for four hours you mixed it up and you went and sat with you, like you said, with the next guys. But yeah, it was just bad. They got they got they were tiresome sometimes. Okay, uh, Bobby, if you had to take one teammate on the amazing race, who would you take? Oh, Smitty. I don't even think it would come close. Hey, eh? Smitty. Oh, Smitty. Number, number one, because, he, I mean, he could he could live in a forest, no problem, but you can stick him in any city in the world and he's going to be comfortable um, trying to figure out the language and talking to people. Uh yeah, that, that's got to be the right pick. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think anybody else could be. Math, math. I can you? Yeah, math. We're gonna have you disconnect and come back. The math net has. <laughs> I knew it. Has messed up. <laughs> yeah. Are you the math? Yeah. No. We'll go away. We'll see you. Come back. Oh. <laughs> We spent too much money on the Mathernet, and now it's down. Is it better? Is it better? There you go. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, whatever you just that. said, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it wasn't important. <laughs> uh, did you? But did you have another nomination for a player? No, 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 no. I'm with you guys on Smitty. Yeah, Smitty. Okay. Smitty is he's yeah. low maintenance. He barely eats. He eats like a bird. Um, he's a good yeah. cook. He's uh, he does a lot of woodwork. Um, he's just a handy guy. So I think he's the right pick and he's a good athlete. Yeah. And I, right. I feel like All if right. you were really tired, like he would just pull you. 
<laughs> yeah. You can find a wheelbarrow and he'll walk for days. That guy will throw rocks. All yeah. the time. Care. <laughs> See, I, w- I would be really good during the daytime. And then at nighttime, I would just bitch nonstop about how I don't have a nice, comfortable king size bed to sleep in. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good 730 to 730. And then meth gets cranky. <laughs> yes, confirmed. Uh, uh, last question. Last question, Bobby, before I let you go. Uh, World Juniors, you played in 06, which was in Vancouver. Uh, you had Phil Kessel on your team. Uh, Blake Wheeler, yeah. John Hines was assistant coach. You had a few, like a couple of uh, Eric Johnson, Jack Johnson. My question I have for you, Brian Lee, by the way, uh, on that team is, uh, what do you remember your experience? I know you guys finished fourth, but how, I guess, was that a great time for you guys just to be around at that age group to be in Vancouver where, I mean, it's the center of the world is focused on you at that time. Yeah. No, no, no. It was awful. <laughs> it's an awful experience. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest. We, we went in, we went in, we were so hyped. Right. Um, it, like, I think we were the first team in that had, uh, even with the Oh three Canadian team with, or the Oh five birth years, we were like, we were supposed yeah. to be one of the best teams in world champion world junior history. Like this was the billing. Phil Kessel was going to, you know, be the man. Um, he had a great supporting cast. And I didn't know this because I didn't play at the national team program that there was like some major rifts between these guys at the time. Um, you know, and and I, I won't say the guys, but there were some major problems in their national team locker rooms. And this was a year removed from that because they were all, you know, freshmen in school at this point. But it was, it was uncomfortable. And then me and... Um, you know, Blake Wheeler, who didn't play there, a couple other guys, Robbie Shrimp, we just, we weren't aware of this. So we never, we, it was like you were taking a side before the tournament started and it was just really dramatic. Um, and then on top of it, we didn't play like we, we should, we, we weren't, we, we weren't good enough as a team because we didn't do anything at Canada Rec Park. We, we did no team building. Uh, it was just, it was just like, let's, let's, what, let's go hope we're better. And, uh, and we weren't, we were, we were just an okay team. Cause we weren't, you know, we weren't on the same page at all. It felt like. Cause I was told, uh, it would just be before. So it might be the Oh three, maybe Oh two teams that there was literally fist fights in the locker room with team USA. Like it was such a mess that there was such a divide yeah. in that group. And that's the, like, I've never gone and found out and talked about it, but one of a former Ottawa Senator told me about that one time. He's like, it's, it's really tough, but I, at that point, yeah. they needed to try and get it turned around. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And, and to to credit USA Hockey, I think they have because they've been, you know, they've been very, very good in the last, I guess you would say, six or seven, maybe even eight years um, oh, yeah. with their medal count. But yeah, but we were we were built to be a lot better than we were, and we just, yeah, I I never played at USA Hockey. That was my first experience, and I couldn't believe um, the wow. dysfunction that was in that that room. It was nuts. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, so many stories to tell you. Okay, so um, are you? Are, have you followed along on what's going on with the World Juniors are being shut down now? And uh, do you have a reaction to it? Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't see so you guys probably are just getting it uh, shoved down your throats up there, right? It's probably just streaming yeah. all day long. Whereas I got, I have no news. Like I have Twitter, and you know that's that's all I've seen. Um, so I don't know any more details than that it was canceled, and there was more, I guess there's more tests coming out today, positive. Um, so more and more games yep. have been canceled. I, I don't know what the right. It just I don't know what the right decision is. All I'm going to say is that could you? I saw that picture of the Germans out there hugging, and I was like, it's heartbreaking because yeah. you got to yeah. like none of these guys are going to none of those guys are going to play in the NHL. Maybe a couple, maybe one or two get some game. Who knows? 
Um, yeah. The Austrian team that, you know, they were, they were probably going to lose every game, but that's a once in a lifetime opportunity taken from them. Like it, it's, it's, yeah. it's heartbreaking for those kids. That's, that's all I would say. So I hope they find a way to give it, give it back to them sometime. And I, did I hear well, June sir. or August possibly? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, they're talking about it. The same yeah. with all the other tournaments. They're trying to get them in. I, I hope they do. Like, and the one thing that the U18 women's has been such a hot button topic and because of them just saying outright, they're canceling it. But what I didn't know at the time, if you listen to the president of the IIHF, he said they had to use the term cancel it because if they said postpone, it would still mean Sweden had to host it and Sweden couldn't host it anymore. So canceling it meant that somebody else can come step in like USA hockey and take over the tournament and come up with a different plan. So the semantics oh, of that huge. word yeah, yeah. raised so much attention, but that's what he had to do. So I guess we sometimes we need to wait to find out all the facts before we get all wound up. But I think they're still going to try and get yeah. all these events in, which would be huge. Yeah. You mean like even you're, you're asking, you're I, asking I went to the Twitter w- to be rational now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I know I'm an idiot. I total idiot. Yeah, that's not going to happen because because I went to the World Championships and Great Britain was in for the first time in like. 40 years or something ridiculous and they were just having a blast of being there they didn't care if they won or not but there were like there's so much excitement for that whole group that program just to get there so it's the same thing obviously as you say for the like germans and the austrians and all those other teams that are just trying to get there to play some hockey Hmm. that's the fun stuff yeah i remember i went to i went to helsinki with team usa and it was a ways back but i remember we played france and like we we beat them okay but they were getting they were having a tough tournament but they were staying at the same hotel as us and these guys are smoking darts in the lobby like just outside the lobby getting ready to go on the bus and they're just having fun right they're like and it's a different culture so they're you know they smoke over there but it was nuts to be getting on a bus and i got a power aid my headphones in getting ready to go play the game and these guys are just having a dart hanging out i was like what a different what uh so bob what year was that was that, beauty. was that 2012 2012 2013 maybe i think it, do you remember I, I think it was yeah i think it's 2012 uh, yeah. I, I was at yeah. that one too yeah. and i remember seeing all the france Actually, guys you yeah, were. we played a couple were. exhibition we were in yeah. paris for the week leading up so we played a bunch of games against them and you're right they were like much different the way they approached the game <laughs> yeah yeah they were they were, they were like the amount of booze that i watched them consume just at the hotel i was like what a like <laughs> this is like all the work has been done just to get here. Now they're like, we could do everything we could possibly need to do. And we're going to lose by four to Canada, probably. Yeah. And let's just, <laughs> let's just have fun while we're here. I was like, but you know, good for you they've guys. come, they've come a long way. Like, like they're skating. I thought like, it wasn't bad. Like they didn't look out of place. They didn't have the finesse that some of the other teams had. Like, you know, they don't have any Bobby Ryans or guys that can just take the puck and do what they want with it. But but like they were, they were, they were, you could tell they're trending towards the way the Swiss plays now, where they just have a lot of speed and they're they're always cycling up in the neutral zone and building it. I noticed that with that team, and I yeah. think just yeah. back my final point on the on the on the World Juniors, you're robbing these kids of these opportunities where they can get a little bit of the growth that you'll see with a lot of these organizations. Like this, this, this is where Germany was years ago, right? And some of these other countries, and all of a sudden, the yeah. the exposure from their programs helps them build it up and. That's, I think, why you look at the bigger picture, it really hurts the programs when they have to bail out of these tournaments. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. Too bad. Uh, anyway. 2012 was the year you went to the World Championships. The Team USA finished seventh, Bobby. Uh, do you have an explanation for that? Uh, no, we got, uh, we had a good, we had a good buy, like, or not a buy, we had a good round robin. Um, 
And then the way it worked was, I don't know if we were first or second. I think we were second coming out and we lost on goal differential to Canada. If I remember correctly, I'm, I'm guessing because we lost to Slovakia. Um, they played the yeah. zero five offense or the zero five defense. <laughs> and we just couldn't, couldn't break through. But um, we had, we had beaten Finland. We had beaten Finland really handedly in the, in the round Robin and then drew them in the quarterfinal. And, uh, and they, they played really, I think they won with 1.1 second left on the clock and we had to mm. go out and take the face off uh, and to move on. Uh, so yeah, that was just all it was. We lost to a good team. Finland was good. Uh, that was, it's disappointing. It's always a fun term. All right. Um, Go start you to what? unpack some more boxes. Uh, enjoy your it. New Year's, and we're going to look forward to having you back on. Uh, if you're going to the Olympics, you're coming back on the show before you go. It'll be my first call. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, See you, you gentlemen. Take care. See, See you. Bye. There goes Bobby Ryan, uh, who unfortunately didn't get to play at the Spengler Cup, but is always a perfect guest to have on for our show. So uh, all the best to him. Um, by the way, we're going to bring in Craig, if he's still around. Uh, and we're there way is... past what we were supposed to do. Hi, buddy. Oh, sorry. Uh, good, man. Dude, that was so good. I love when Bobby comes on. It just turns into like yeah. a little chat and you guys shoot the shit in here. There's always some good stories about Dion or Guy Boucher or whatever. So chat was really digging that yeah. stuff. So nice work there, fellas. Good. Good. Uh, he's a good dude. Um, mm. Got lots of other stuff to talk about. We've I, we're way over. I expected to have a 15 minute conversation with Bobby. So, um, sends update, uh, by the way, Matt Murray comes back. We've got Tyler Boucher gets signed. Uh, Jake Sanderson, is he going to join the sends? Uh, and the schedule is an absolute disaster. They cancel practice again today. Uh, Matt, your reaction to bringing in, um, uh, bringing back up Matt Murray because, uh, Anton Forsberg is in, uh, COVID protocol. Philip Gustafson just got out. By the way, this is brought to you by Whitewater. Shop whitewater.ca. Get 15% off. Use the Wally Mathoc coupon code. Uh, by the way, it's the holiday season. Please drink responsibly. Um, but always a good thank you to our good friends at Whitewater Brewery. Brewed by, brewed by friends for friends. So we see Matt Murray return. Um, not a surprise because they need a goaltender, but a bit of a surprise because they wanted to send him down to get some games in. He played two. Um, what do you think is going to transpire? Um, no. I, I'm done making these predictions with Matt Murray. I have no idea. I know that they need to have him up. Now's a good opportunity, right? I think um, it kind of made the decision easier for the Ottawa Senators in that, you know, unfortunately, Forsberg's on protocol or in protocol rather. Yeah. So frees up a spot. The timing's pretty good. Murray's been down there now for what, a few weeks at least? What, was it been a month? I don't even know how long he's been down there for, but um, long enough that he's had a lot of reps under his belt. Um, you know, try to find that confidence, if you will. I, but they haven't. They haven't gonna... been on the ice since like the 18th. I, like he, they I know, haven't but he's still, you're still, you're still, you're still. Yeah, but have they not been practicing at least, like as a group, or have they no. just been completely off? They only started skating uh, two days ago, I think. So oh, they were well. off for like two well, weeks. They, yeah, yeah. They had 20 yeah. Well, guys it, test positive. In any case. In any case, he's an NHL goalie. He belongs up here at the NHL level, but he has to perform like an yeah. NHL player. So we're going to have to wait and see how this pans out. I, I could pretend like I know what I'm talking about here, but with, with yeah. Matt Murray and the goaltending situation, it's been just a revolving door that I just one game at a time with him right now. I think when I, when he comes up, he doesn't need to blow the roof off. He doesn't need to stand on his head. Just have a good, strong game. Look composed and calm between the pipes. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see him scrambling too much. Uh, of course, you need the group in front of him to play well. Luckily for him, the group has been playing excellent hockey, especially this past month. 
So, you know, I think he'll be okay. Brent, what about you? What do you think what do you think's gonna happen with Matt Murray here? Here's I don't know, but what I want him to have happen is to stand on his head. Like I really just want him to have a great <laughs> game. But but I want it for him. Like I don't want it for any like I just want him to enjoy a little bit of the moment, right? He's it's been such a struggle for him almost the entire time he's been here. I just want one of these yeah. games just for him to be just to let the, the air out a bit. And that's I'm hoping uh, all this time off, all that's happened, a little bit of a reset that he comes back in and has that moment. That's what I just want him to have. Yeah, I'd like to see how he can play with the, the team playing well, right? Like he only played really for the yeah. team when they were terrible this year, right? So if the team's going to play as yeah. hard as they have been in front of Gustafson and Forsberg, I mean, I don't see a huge difference with Matt Murray. I mean, his numbers aren't crazy different from from some of those guys when you take out the uh, the stretch that Forsberg had of five games oh. or whatever, right? Like, so I'd like to see what he can do, but it's it depends, right? You never know what what uh, what team you're going to get. But, to show up but the, it, the problem is, uh, Craig, it's the it's the goals at the wrong time. Yeah. It's the bad goal. It's the deflating goal. It's the momentum killer. I agree. That's been a bit of the yeah. issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, maybe those go away if the if the defense core in front of them is a little bit. I don't know. Like, it, yes, there is yeah. definitely he's got to have some personal responsibility here. But I think this is probably yeah. like his best case scenario is that he's back up because he has to be so yeah. quickly. It doesn't have to be a thing where because if yeah. he does play a handful more AHL games or whatever and struggles, like what do you do then? Like, so at least here it's a good opportunity for him. I know he he was he said some nice things about Justin Peters too, the, the goalie coach down there. He got to work with yeah. him for a bit. So maybe he, maybe he just needed some time doing that. I don't know. Um, I mean, what, was was that a backhanded shot, by the way, at Zach Burke? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That was a weird okay. one. Uh, maybe. Seemed I don't like know those guys. I know. Me, I know but... Pierre. I know Pierre grew, and that's about it. And he was great. So yeah, um, Pierre's a good dude. Know, so I don't know. Ho hopefully, uh, man. Have, uh, goalies are weird, right? Sometimes they just need the right coach to point them in the right right direction. And some guys like their own guys, and some guys like to get pushed and whatever. So. I don't know. Hopefully, if he has a guy he likes and he got to work with him for a bit, maybe we'll see some uh, good production out of it. I don't know. Best case scenario, I guess. Okay. Lots of player movement. Let's tell Tyler Boucher now signs his entry-level contract. He's leaving BU. Uh, he's headed to the Ottawa 67s, where he'll play for former Ottawa Senators head coach and current World Junior head coach, uh, Dave Cameron. Uh, I like the move. I think it's good for Tyler to, to maybe this is a better game for him. I don't know. But I think... Again, he's a guy that may need a little bit of a reset. He had two goals, three points in 17 games with BU, uh, team leading 34 penalty minutes. I think the physical game of the OHL suits him better, and I think Dave yeah. Cameron can really help him out. You played for Dave, I think, as, and Dave's a bit of a teacher as well. I think this is better suited for Tyler Boucher. Amen? There's no, quest there's no question. I, I totally agree with you there, Wally. I think it, with Cameron... With Dave Cameron, rather, he's a great communicator. He is that teacher sort of presence in the dressing room. And I think particularly with these junior players, he can really kind of work that. And with Tyler Boucher, I mean, I, you know, I don't know the player. I don't know the guy. I mean, I, I know the player, I should say, but I, I've never actually met him or spoken to him. But just based off of what I've seen from his game, he's got that physical kind of Tom Wilson edge to him. He likes to run players. He likes to play physical. He can score, too. He's got a bit of a touch. He hasn't been able to find that touch at BU. It's a different game though. Like you're playing, you're playing when you're playing in the NCAA, you're playing with more mature players. The schedule's a little bit different, right? So um, the games are very much full of energy. I remember going to a game in Saint, at St. Lawrence uh, University. My agent was trying to kind of help me decide whether I wanted to play in the OHL or an NCAA. And I still remember going to that, that uh, 
that game at, at St. Lawrence and thinking like, man, like this is intimidating. You know, it's, it looked different. It was very high intensity because they only played like one or two games a week, right? And the rest yeah. of the week, yep. they're just training and they're older. So everyone's very strong. A, uh, it's It's got a high pace to it. Whereas in junior at the OHL level, it's probably a little more catered and tailored towards the NHL style, that pro style scheduling. So I think, I think yeah. we're going to see him thrive. I really do. I, I, I can't really comment any other than that. I think, I think we're going to see a much different player. He's going to be more confident. He's going to feel more at home. Brent, uh, uh, Dave I Cameron, completely agree. I was going to say Dave Cameron on our show talked a lot about that kind of how working with young players again and stuff like that. It's kind of neat. I think that he gets to work with yeah. the Sens first round pick. Like, I mean, he wasn't coaching. Anyway, yeah. what, do you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think that uh, Dave Cameron impact will be on Tyler Boucher from what you've seen, Brent? It's a great question. I like Tyler's now he's been off for a bit, right? Cause he's had to deal with having COVID and, and battling through and there are symptoms with it. And the biggest thing we've heard with professional athletes is just a being off and not being able to do thing for two weeks is uh, Matthew. You can attest to this is uh, takes a while to get conditioning back. And then it's, if it's in your lungs and it's heavy to breathe, it's hard obviously to be a complete high end performance athlete. So that becomes a bit of an issue, but I think Cameron can, turn his game to where he needs it. I just think Dave understands he's coached junior. He's coached HL, the NHL. He's also coached in Austria. He's coached world junior. He knows what it takes to get the most out of those guys. And he's been pretty successful doing it. I think he can just get the most out of Tyler and find out what role it is that Tyler needs to play. The problem is, and this will, this is going to plague him for throughout his career is because he's picked at 10th overall the expectations that we've all placed on him from everybody because central scouting and everybody had him pick lower is we all expect him now to be that top 10 pick at some point where there needs to be a little bit of patience and let him just find his game. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it'll be nice to see what he does too. I mean, this is a move you can pull once, right? Like you can decide you're not an NCAA player yeah. one time. And th so you, this is good. I think he's landing in a great spot. What, what you were touching on with Dave there is interesting. I think it's the pro style game. Right. That's what I think Tyler yep. Boucher isn't getting it. It wasn't getting in the NCAA and where, like Matt said, everybody's physically mature there. Right. It, it called NCAA from the guys I've talked to. It's a great place to go if you're not physically ready to play the pro style game yet. And I think Tyler Boucher is. I mean, look at this. Yeah. Look at this dude. Like, I don't need to say that. Like uh, um, Brady Kachuk was kind of the same way. He didn't need four years uh, of NCAA. Like physically, he was strong enough no. and he needed to start learning that pro style game because um, he was ready for it. So I think Tyler Boucher is now going to bring – look at this dude. He's jacked. He's going to bring all that back to Ottawa. He's going to play against kids his own age where he's going to be the biggest guy on the ice and no one can stop him. And he can start learning that Tom Wilson style of playing of just being intimidating, running over everybody, and then bring that yeah. – and, and, and kind of develop with that instead of like, here you go, kid. Well, like, good luck. These are 22-year-olds, right? So Yeah, and he's going to adapt to the physical play and having to respond. Like, you're going to have to answer the bell now. Like, so even at the OHL level – when you take a couple runs at a few players, there's going to probably be a player that's going to want to fight you. And that's something that I know not a lot of people like to talk about, but that's the, the play that Tyler Boucher is going to bring, and he's going to have to fend for himself sometimes. So it's going to be interesting to see how he handles that. I'm curious. It looked like Meth and I in the gym together. <sighs> that pick. Well, what a training really? program we have. With <laughs> I recall helping Wally carry a... Um, yeah, Wally's know, taking the picture. A 1,300 pound treadmill into Wally's basement, and I feel like he's barely used it. Yeah. No, I no, I used it the other day. I turned it on. Okay, good. The other day. All right, cool. You turned it on. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
last question is Jake Sanderson. Uh, interesting that Pierre Dorian the other day said, I believe it's Pierre Dorian, or maybe it was, now I'm thinking it might be DJ Smith, said uh, Jake Sanderson can join the Sens whenever he wants. Now, if you're Jake Sanderson, is, are you saying, okay, I'm out? Or are you like, I want to win the Hobie Baker, see if I got a chance to win a national championship. I'm in no rush to do this. I'm going to wait. I want to say if you have that option, I think I think he's just, Pierre Dorian's just throwing it out there. Because if you have that option, do you not leave school right away to start your pro NHL career? You would you would think so, um, but in this case with Sanderson and the and the NHL pedigree that runs in the family, he's going to have the right people in his ear talking to him, right? Like he knows a lot of people. He's in a really good program. It's interesting. I I think if I'm if I'm him, based off of the rave reviews that I've been reading about him, because I haven't followed him yeah. at least not watching his games, uh, but based off the reviews, it it sounds like he's pretty close to being NHL ready. So if that is in fact the case. He's probably chomping at the bit to make that next step, and he probably knows how good he how good he really is. So, I mean, until I, I'm going to watch a little. Well, I was I was going to say I was going to watch him. I was looking forward to watching him play at the World Juniors, <laughs> and now I've been I've been robbed of that as well, like everybody else. So, uh, I mean, yeah. looking at the current. Okay, situation, but here's my thing on Jake Sanderson. Yeah, can, can we just let him play? Like, there's no guarantee oh, yeah. that Jake Sanderson's going to step in and be a. No. But everybody in Ottawa thinks he's automatically a top four D-man right now. Everybody, you understand everybody playing in the National Hockey League. Everybody in every fan base has the same approach. This is very normal. It's just human nature. You've got the next best thing coming up. We're excited to see him play. It doesn't necessarily mean he's NHL ready. I'm the first to tell everybody that right now. He might come up and be terrific, but it's definitely not guaranteed because the NHL and the NCAA yeah. – are vastly different. I can tell everybody right now. It's the same as the OHL and the NHL. There were so many things that I had to change with my game uh, in order to make that next step to the National Hockey League. And it was the smallest little things that you would barely notice if you were watching on TV, but there's these little habits that need to be broken. Sanderson is light years ahead of where I was coming out of junior. Full, I'll fully admit to that. But yeah, I, I think right now it just comes down to the player and what he wants to do. I, it, I'm... It, if I'm Jake Sanderson and I see an opportunity the Ottawa Senators, I'm probably going to make the jump. I think he'll fit in pretty good. He's a great skater. Defensively, he's got yeah. some good awareness. He's offensively sneaky good as well. There's room for him. I mean, I don't know where he'll fit on the depth chart. Yeah, I see right there. Okay, slotting him with Zub is a best-case scenario for him. Yeah. Um, it, it'll come down to what the team wants to do, though. What do you guys think just, as far as – I don't see the rush. Well, yeah, yeah I'm, and I'm with you. It's one of those things where if we're talking about we're, we're back in the development phase or whatever, okay, perfect. Let this guy, here's an opportunity for him to develop in games that don't really mean anything yet, especially at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think it's probably likely he'll follow a similar path that Bernard Docker and Pinto and those guys do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is there – what? how much value are we placing on him – taking a team, like leading a team to the final four or frozen four, sorry, uh, or winning the Hobie Baker or those things. Like are those things that yeah. he needs to do? And I think it probably can't hurt him at this point. And I mean, you, you see what's happening in Ottawa right now. He doesn't need to fight for a spot just yet. I think he's he's just like we talked with Tyler Boucher. He's got to learn the pro style game. If you're coming out of the NCAA, like that's the number one thing those guys have to do. And, and guys like Shane Pinto pick it up super quick versus guys like, and this is not a knock on Bernard Docker because I think he's unreal. It's taken him a little bit of time because he's been playing Different the NCAA positions. game for yeah, exactly. The back you know, you're end a defenseman. Is yeah, yeah, it's you're yeah. playing on defense. There's so much yeah. more responsibility because 
When you make a, def uh, a mistake defensively as a defenseman, it can end up in the back of your net and everything's magnified that much more. If you turn the puck over in the offensive zone as a, as a rookie centerman, you know, not as big a deal because, you know, the consequences aren't necessarily as, as big. So I think, yeah, it comes down to the position. Bernard Docker is going to be a great player. It mm -hmm. just takes time on D. It's just like goaltending, right? Everything's yeah. magnified when you make a mistake. It takes time to polish those positions off. Uh, by the way, in the calendar year, Ottawa finished 28th overall. They were uh, in 84 games, went 32, 45, and 7 with a 423 winning percentage. Here's a look at the... 2021 sends leading scores. So this is from January 1st to now because they're not going to get another game in before the end of the year. Uh, any surprise? Anybody shocked that Drake Batherson is a leading scorer on this hockey team? No, he's probably the, he's probably been their most consistent, best like skilled yeah. offensive player since he's well at least for the last calendar year as is proven here. But yeah. yeah, I don't think so. And I hate. I hate one thing I'd like to point him. out. I, I yeah, sorry. Go ahead, it, Wally. That's okay. Is uh, they're basically eighty-four games. I think it's a. It was an eighty-four games, and Connor Brown played them. Uh, sorry, Josh Norris played them all. Is if you look, they're roughly it's an eighty-two game season. So there's mm -hmm. those top four guys are all twenty goal scorers, and Josh Norris being a thirty goal scorer. Like I'm just trying to show over the course of a full season, you've got four potential, easily twenty goal scorers, if not thirty goal scorers, with Tim Stutzla just behind there trying to still find his game. Like that's that's an impressive lineup. Yeah, I think the next thing to look at is like who's going to take the next step. Like who's going to become a seventy-point player? Who's going to be the first thirty-goal scorer? Right? Like it's one of these guys, yeah. right? Like it's got to be. So it's interesting yeah. to see. Like it's nice to track their numbers over a year because we really haven't had a. And you can kind of take these with a bit of a grain of salt because it's not like it's been a real like standard eighty-two game season. It's broken up with a huge off-season in the middle, so yeah. it's not not perfect. But I think as an indicator, it's it's good to know that your three best your three best guys are your three best guys. So uh, especially yeah. seeing Shabbat yeah. down there too, like he he struggled a little bit offensively this year as far as just putting up numbers, but he's still like he he, he could have that he could lead the team in scoring one year. Like it's. It, I'm not sure if he has the Eric Carlson uh, numbers in him, but he, he could put up 60 points. He could, like, you never know. So it, it's nice to see that the offense is coming along, and especially with those top three guys, like, they're that's that's a line that's ideally, you hope, develops and plays together for the next couple of years. So to see the early success is, is just telling you you're going in the right direction. What do we think about Connor Brown, though? I'd like to see. Do we, is, he la is he more last year or is he more this year long term? That's, I think, something we'd like to figure out. Uh, I I think he's fine Not, right where he is. And on a really good hockey team, he's a third-line right-winger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't right? disagree. I mean, he's got the trust of DJ Smith. He plays the most minutes of any forward. He's penalty killer. He does some power play at times. Like, they, they, he loves them. So there's a complete trust factor. He stays in that third line, ideally that third-line right-winger spot. But I don't know if that, yeah. that is the case. I mean, he can still put up points. Yeah, what I think he has over some of the other guys, too, is he can move up, too, right? Like, he can, if injuries cause it or whatever, he's not a terrible yeah. guy to bump up from your third line to your second line. Like, at least he can still contribute offensively and bring some stability there. But, hey, man, it's these are these are nice to see, right? I mean, they finished, you're saying their record was, they were 28th over the last calendar year. Like, that's not ideal. Like, you'd yeah. like to see some movement in the standings now, I think, uh, to correspond with these players developing. But, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's okay. what they got the rest we're of this year to figure out. Uh, Meth, it's time. Um, we've we've kind of asked some future projection questions. So now I believe, I think it's time once again. Um, if you could be prepared, 
It's time to switch hats. It is time for Mathstradamus. Okay, uh, let's just get right to it. Meth, how many games, sorry, uh, Mastradamus, how many games does Matt Murray play this year for the Ottawa Senators? Oh, you know, it's funny. I, I purposely, I'm not prepared for this at all. I'm just going to use my intuition. I'm shocked by that. Doing. Yeah, I know you're not surprised. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm not even paying attention to those numbers right now because with Matt Murray, I just want him to play one good game followed by another one. But you're right. For the sake of this little exercise, if I had to guess, I'm going to say 20 games. Wow. <laughs> uh, by the way, Master, Master Dom is brought to you by sportsinteraction.com, sportsinteraction.com slash Wally and the thought for the most competitive odds. Okay, Matt. Uh, we're seeing perhaps Ottawa is at the bottom part of the league in the standings. Still some games to be played. Where does Ottawa draft in this upcoming draft? What will their pick number be? Well, I'm team tank, so I'm hoping it's a top three pick. <laughs> I'm going to say number three, baby. <laughs> okay. I just think you picked number three because you wore it and you're, you're, you're all in on that number. Um, ha who will win the Stanley Cup this year, Mastradamus? Uh, have you changed your mind from the beginning of the year? So who's it going to be? I got, I'm going with Tampa. I'm going with Tampa Bay. Right now, Tampa's my, the team. I, okay, never mind. Let's Can you just Tampa. wait a minute? That's <laughs> okay. Let's keep it going. Okay, fine. Um, how many dogs will you have by the end of the 2022 year? Uh, let's say we're at four now. Yeah. Seven. Okay. I think it's illegal to have I think it's illegal to have more than three dogs, by the way, and we are at four. So if somebody wants to report us, please just don't be yeah. shy. Call. <laughs> okay. Uh 311 would be the number. Um final question for Master Damas today. And that it's a big one because this is this is near and dear to my heart. Will okay. Dion Phaneuf finally agree to come on the show in 2022? Absolutely not. Nah, he just, you know what? He's just that guy right now. I don't know why. And he talks, we talk all the time. He li he literally takes time out of his day to make fun of all my Instagram posts, one after the other. So uh, it's just him in the interviews right now. He's saving them for other people, apparently. But we'll try and get him on. I, I, thought, we'll try. You guys, I thought you guys were closer. I will say, I was talking to Noodles the other day. Um, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Master Domus is now over for the show. Meth, Meth has packed up the Mastrodamus outfit and is now. <laughs> um, I reached out to Noodles and it's like, look, you're buddies too. Can you can you just ask them if you're uh, if you're bored and you're sitting around doing nothing? It's like I'll ask him. So I'm hoping there's enough pressure. Eventually, he'll agree to come on the show. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I, I I'll can keep we send him a gift him too. 
Okay. Let's send him some wine. Yeah, I don't know. And he tell him he yeah, can't yeah. drink it unless we eat. All right. Okay. Um, does uh, Craig, we need to bring you back in here for a moment because I'm, I'm totally all over the show. Uh, uh, New Year's resolutions brought to you by gongshowgear.ca. Go to gongshowgear.ca uh, and get, uh, they have a, by the way, a boxing week sale still going on. Uh, they've always got sales going on. We love our good friends over gongshowgear.ca. Use the uh, shop the Wally Mathot collection. Um, Craig, do you have a New Year's resolutions? Do you do New Year's? Uh, Does anybody do New Year's resolutions anymore? No, I stopped doing that. I stopped doing it like, cause if you wait into like, uh, I, there's a bunch of people I was talking to, they're waiting to do their new year's resolutions. It's like, oh, so you're going to be a piece of shit, like right up until January 1st. And then you're going to change something. So I stopped doing that as much. Uh, I'm just going to try and I don't know, like it, the, it's kind of miserable right now. So we're just trying to find ways to make it more exciting. I think the, the one thing I'd like to do, and hopefully yeah. uh, COVID kind of relents at some point here, we can do this as I'd like to travel again. I've been, we've all been stuck in our houses and in our homes and in our countries and our cities and whatever else. And uh, that's something I miss. So I think ideally, hopefully yeah. things stay together and maybe we can get a little traveling done. That's my bit. What about, what about you, Brent? What about you, Meth? Oh, we'll go with Meth first. Oh. I don't have any, haven't given it any thought either. <laughs> <laughs> I could have just taken the question out if you just come to the meeting just one time. Um, I see them all. I, I don't I have got any... them. Yeah. Look, when I'm done here, I got to go back and lift a bunch of shit. Okay. I'm just, I'm not in the right space right now mentally. Well, do you not want us to keep you then longer? We've got a, we've got a segment coming up here shortly. The best of the last year we've put together. You're going to want to watch this. Um, okay. Finally, I don't, I don't know if I have any New Year's resolutions. I just, after the year we just went through and that I went through, I'm okay just to, you know what? I'd like to be a little less fat. So uh, I would like to get on the treadmill a little more. So I'll do a that. A lot of people, and, uh, a lot of people need to make some yeah. changes there. And I think it's a good opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, you're going to put together a workout program and I'm going to come over every day at 6 a.m. with my headband and we're going to just, we're going to pump this out in 80s music. No. Little <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. No. <laughs> okay. So what's your plan? What's your um, plan then, Brent? You're going to walk on the treadmill? Run on the treadmill? What are we doing? Exactly. You get, I'm going to run. How are you getting shape here? I'm, okay. I can't, I can't walk. I got to run. You need yeah. to lift weights. Everybody has this I, thing in their mind. Well, I get to burn calories and get on the treadmill. Right. It's dumb. No, it's no. so dumb. You need I, to buy like a, a little power block. Like I'm not saying people need to go buy a big set of weights. Just buy like no. some dumbbell, like the power blocks that kind of interchange, right? It's simple. Yep. You can do body weight exercises too, but people have to move and lift things too. It's not just walking on I a agree. treadmill. Yeah. I agree completely because you don't lose the weight. And then anyway, yeah, I just like to run a little. Okay. 2022, uh, finally, Wally gets jacked. That's what we're doing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I like it. With my, with my 80s headband. Hey, oh, look at Alex. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> See? Exactly. Um, yes. Finally, uh, we, 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 well, Craig has put together a little something. Matthew, you're going to want to watch this because I got to ask you a question afterwards. Here is uh, we, the best moments of the show since we started when we're now into December. I think uh, we did this March. So, like the last nine months. Uh, Alex, roll the tape. Pleased to be joined by my good friend. I get to call him that because we used to work together. Uh, Jeff O'Neill. Oh, dog. Uh, pleased to have you on the show, my friend. I think good friend is a bit of a stretch, Wally. We worked together <laughs> twice. Well, and we never had dinner. We didn't do anything. We did two hits together. 
one in the playoffs in Ottawa and one in Pittsburgh, and you butchered that one. So I don't <laughs> friends is a stretch. Uh, are you still a big chip guy? Uh, more so when I go back to Sweden in the summer. Uh, I like chips. Uh, I do. Uh, I like food in general. Can you surf? Have you tried surfing? Terrified of sharks. <laughs> oh, that's I'm right. Not going in that's the water. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we have like great white sharks just from like, our place. No chance. Yeah. No really? chance. Why are you no. scared and of the, sharks? Why? I don't know. Have you ever swam with a great white shark? Why are you? Well, no, but you're not going out swimming with a great white shark. Yeah, but you don't know. You? Yeah, you are. When they they come in the bay and all, and they're not even trying to eat you, yeah. but that curious we, little nibble could be yeah. life or death, right? <laughs> I would rather okay. fight a bear than a shark. I'll tell you that. It's a good quote. Did you take the, oh, yeah. Did you fight the bear? Um, I mean, I would probably first I would run, then I would play dead, and then if it came down to Can't. it, I would have to fight it. You're not supposed to. What are you supposed to do? With, they say black bears. You're supposed to run, but a but a but a brown bear, a grizzly. You're supposed to play dead. I think. Right? Is that what it is? I don't know. I Unless you, I might get a heart attack before any of that happens. I mean, yeah, same. But I, mean, I would probably I mean, try to stay as still as possible in the beginning to see yeah. if it leaves me alone. And then if until it, it charges you know, at you, attack, yeah, if it charges you, then you run. People and think you can run out a bear. No. Then you go no. for the throat. Have you ever seen them run it? Like, have you seen a bear run in the woods? Uh, like, yeah, you have I've to. seen some hunter cams. They're so fast. It's insane. I know. You get a zigzag. Zigzag and roll. <laughs> They're more agile than we yeah. are, man. I know, Maybe. but you get a zigzag and roll. Can't go yeah. in a straight line. There, you heard it from Carl. Zigzag and roll. Lisa, uh, what's the best gift that he's paid, that, he's, that he bought you? That <laughs> oh, all he's this purchased is a, this for is you? This is a setup. This is a total okay. it setup. Is, it's totally. This one's scripted. The other stuff wasn't. This one is. <laughs> You know what? And I know a lot of people get give him a ton of flack for this, but he bought me a snowblower for my 40th birthday. <laughs> that is embarrassing, but I mean, I can appreciate that you liked it. I, I, that's no, but, incredible to me. But you know what? The other thing he bought me too that was great was a battery-operated whippersnipper because... <laughs> That would be like me. <laughs> that would be like me buying my wife an ironing board. You just you just don't do these things. You know, it doesn't look good optics wise. Um, Wally, I want uh, to make a comment here quickly. Yeah. Hang on, just one quick. So during the show, my wife sent me yeah. a text. <clears throat> it's not good. And uh, she goes, <laughs> "This is around like one thirty because I've got the Ethernet cable okay. now, right?" She goes, "The internet doesn't yep. work now because of what you did. No music." <laughs> No TV, nothing. And she's trying to do a workout. Like right next door to me right now is our gym and my daughter's sleeping. Yeah. So this is like our sweet spot during the day from one to three where my, my son is still at school. My daughter's napping and I've essentially ruined my wife's afternoon. So I'm doing it for the people. I, <laughs> and we need to get Ellie on at some point to discuss how this whole setup is going. But what have you done to shut the whole internet down? You just plugged in a cable, didn't you? So when you, well, I don't know. You tell me I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm a dummy when it comes to this stuff. So you could argue that I'm a dummy most of the time, but especially with when it comes to yeah. the uh, technological stuff, you know, I, I'm telling you, and there's hopefully somebody out there can correct me and, or maybe give us a little more insight. I think it's weather related. I'm thinking that there's something to do. It's always yeah. when it's overcast, you're kind of raining and my body just responds in the worst possible way so i'm fighting it today i'm a warrior i made it here 
And, um, you know, I'm going to live, I'm going to fight to live another day. Here's what I, you know, what I think it is climate change. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a baby monitor? Should we? I don't know. I just got, I just got a cramp in my leg. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) This, we haven't even gotten to the third pick yet. Um, by the way, Anaheim, uh, vote to make the third pick. Uh, they haven't had a winning season since the 27-18 season. They were 30th in the league last year, six points up on Buffalo. Matthew, you going to be okay? Oh, oh, nope. <laughs> As Bob Murray takes to the podium. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Did he just leave a live show because he's cramping yeah. up? Yeah. My hamstring. Oh. <laughs> So, uh, I don't even know what to do anymore. So, yeah. Okay, one second. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping this would happen. Hello? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just get a little water. What are we going to do now? I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. Got to hydrate. You know, I'm, all, I'm all about it. I, oh, I go through like six or seven Perrier's a day. Igor, what's, what do you got back there? Do you really want to see it? Yeah, sure. show us. Let's take a look at this mountain. What are they? Is it just regular oh, uh, flat water? That's a flow. Yeah. Uh, the flow. Oh, flow. Oh, tell. Did you get a deal on that? I uh, just. Uh, I. Um, one second. Where I know the I know the guy. Like yeah. part of it. In my stall is Billy Smith, and he's like. I need to talk to you in the hallway right now. And I was like, all right, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, he doesn't want to give me all the accolades in front of everyone. He takes me out in the hallway and I'm standing there and he's like, don't you ever let that fucking bird stand in your crease again. And I was like, what? Like, I'm not even like, I'm not even, I'm like, I just got first star. And he's like, if that fucking bird's there on Thursday, he's like, you take him out. And I'm like, I, what? Like, I, I, like it, it, it was, it was so much not Damien Rose, um, you know. To oh, hold on one second, that's my, my turkey in the oven. Give me one second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this segment brought to you by Cooking with Matt. I'm back. That's the turkey in the oven. So my timer went off for cooking time. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Can you tell me how Jacques Martin would describe the best game you ever played? Uh, best game I played, uh, well, Andre, I think, uh, I just want to bring you in to, uh, tell you uh, the way you played last night, uh, plus two, uh, through, uh, some big hits on uh, some key guys. That's the way we want you to play and, uh, under control, uh, you know, not getting involved in uh, stupidities. And, uh, if you play that way, Andre, I think, uh, you know, you're going to be more effective for our hockey club going down uh, the road. So uh, I just want to make sure and mention to you that's uh, how we like you to play and uh, just keep working hard on and off the ice and uh, stay away from Pigal and Gatineau. (laughs) (laughs) That was excellent. Oh, it's so good. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, dude, that's And by the way, uh, yeah, well done, Craig. Uh, good job putting that mm-hmm. together. And uh, we've lost math. So uh, <laughs> we are the ones that are <laughs> – I shouldn't be surprised. After everything that's happened this year, uh, I shouldn't yeah, be surprised right. that he's – yeah. So I like it. Uh, the one thing I – you know what? 
going back to watch the leg cramp thing again, which always it's makes me laugh. So fucking funny. I didn't really appreciate at the time of what's going on. Like I'm still trying to be professional. Like, uh-huh. well, Anaheim had the 2017, 18 pick, and this is now Bob. I'm like, you're like, I should have just yeah. shut it down and watch this all play out. But I'm trying to be serious. Mendez doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. I like it because of the tie-in because we've had Mason McTavish on our show a couple of times, right? Like that was his pick and Meth's yeah. cramping up during it. Like I, yes. I, that was kind of funny. I hadn't realized that until I rewatched it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, I remember dying laughing. It was funny when he sits back down and has to <laughs> pop right back up. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, anyway, I, I, was, I was like, what are you doing? So uh, that stuff is gold. Anyway, it's been a, a great so far year of putting this all together with you and Meth and Alex and, few other people that are behind the scenes that we do so um that's been huge so it's been a lot of fun so thanks to you and thanks to everybody else and thanks to everybody for watching us for crying out loud uh you guys have been very good to us yeah hey man this has been a lot of fun and you can still hear my kid's phone now is ringing over there and i can't stop it so that's fun so we're just going to kind of talk through it because that's the kind of show it's been today uh but yeah it's been awesome yeah. i can't like we we did a rough count we we're like somewhere 75 shows ish or something so I yeah please we're just cranking these out, so yeah. that's good stuff. Excited to see. I can't wait for got. number one hundred. Yeah, I can't wait for this phone to stop fucking ringing. But yes, lots of lots of things <laughs> on the go today. Can you hear it? Is it super loud? Yeah. Uh, right yeah, no, I can hear it. It's annoying as hell. So um, they're gonna call back. I'm sure. Oh, all right. <laughs> and a reminder, as always, uh, we've had such a huge list of sponsors, but our are really our legacy people of Sports Interaction and BEI and. Whitewater and of course Gong Show, all those guys have taken good care of us. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate all of you for watching. Uh, so thank you. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic New Year's and we will see you on the other side in 2022. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.